Hello, my loyal customer, listener, friend, single friend that listens to this. <laughs> I'm back at it. I'm back in the game, starting to get the groove with it. And a couple of days there, just recording this. I, I believe that I did record yesterday or the day before. I was Rodeo, the last one that I did. I've listened to that album. It's a really long album. Uh, it after the Kanye track, I I lose interest. But the, the, the before that, it's so good that you know you you just fall in love with it uh, because it's so such compelling and funny and it's good. It's not as lyrically dense as I remember it to be. I would definitely um, want more substance than I, I remember but it but it does have some some touching and personal moments uh, especially with the drug and, and and sex and addiction uh themes that are kind of what floats um the album's boat um yeah and it's interesting but it's not profound right it's not poetry or it might have some noise going on in the background there my housemate is watching tv kind of loudly so yeah let's just uh let's just keep going i'm looking at the albums that i did so far not many brazilian ones uh true i think right true very uh seminal samba records very uh old school samba records let's see let's see what what, what did that what destin uh can bring me now with this new generation of a number generation right 118 is the number not that that matters it never does but i always say that so we have tame impala in a speaker this one i literally thought of i literally thought about it yesterday uh today i thought about lucidity uh I, I, the song just the 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 chorus just uh just pop in my head and there is a, like the synergy within this album is really interesting lately because i've been listening a little bit to tame impala i kind of uh re stopped listening for for a while right because it was such a ubiquitous album in my my trajectory for such a long time being the band that it is right and being one of the oldest uh, bands that I'm a fan, I'm a fan of, and the fact that it's an Aussie band as well, uh, pretty much, you know, very, very, uh, very popular uh, here as it was, as it is. I mean, it became popular after the second album, especially in, in, in worldwide, right? I'm thinking America, and then everything kind of trickles down from America once they are. Once they reach like the level of of uh, success that they can tour festivals, back in the day that was kind of the thermometer of something. Uh, if you if you come up in, in in Australia or Europe, you have to do the market. Uh, you have to reach the American market, and then you do Coachella, you do whatever Lollapalooza or whatever festival is, uh, South by Southwest and stuff like that. Um, and then you go to South America and 
you know, probably other places of, of Europe, some more remote places from Europe, um, like Scandinavia and uh, the East European. So it's it's pretty much what it is, right? If uh, if you don't come from America, and Tame Impala is the example of that. Uh, Kevin Parker, which is the guy that you know, pretty much, um, he has collaborators and people that play with him, but it's literally just him, the band. Uh, he it's one of those projects, right? You have examples of that all throughout the 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 history in pop music, like Eels, is like that. Uh, it's a band, but it's just one guy. Uh, the Fall, in some extent, is like is like that very much. You know, pretty much the the, the project of one person. Um, so that's not the case to discuss that type of thing. Now, I'm just talking about how relevant and how uh, so. This album, I didn't say the album, right? So it's in a speaker. It's the first Tim Impala record. Uh, I, I have a vivid memory of this album being in the inception of what I think and what I feel about music. Uh, it's one of the most uh, influential things that um, I have in my tra trajectory. It's 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 my. I imagine like b this album being my revolver to someone that grew up with the Beatles, right? Uh, with the Beatles. So it's that level of influence in the, in the, something that changed everything, like all the paradigms about how pop music behaves and stuff like that. Um, this album got me into a music critic called The Needle Drop. Of course, it's very well known. I don't listen to him anymore. I stopped listening to him. I think it was... I grew... I grew... I outgrew him a little bit, right? So I decided just not to take his opinion into consideration anymore because I was, you know, for, for the longest time, I, I only did that. Um, he's a very broad dude, and I... I wasn't necessarily only listening to him, but he was the main source of of, of musical music musical understanding, right, in, in my life. So I, I I watched his reviews quite often. Uh, really interesting person, way that he speaks, the way that he develops his his, his thoughts. Uh, very good and very precise way of describing music. I, I, I always will admire him. But yeah, the thing, the this album in particular made me discover uh, him, which kind of molded all of my my music taste, right? Pretty much for 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 years there, uh, up until recently, like for nine years, he was the guy there. Oh, what he deemed as as, as cool, I always checked out. Not everything sticked. Not everything stuck. I'm bad at English today. Anyway, not everything stuck in terms of, oh, this is like something really good and all that, but a lot of things that did really did. He's a good, he's a good dude. He knows his shit. So speaking of that, uh, and certainly everyone that will make music criticism on the internet will take him into consideration, of course, right? He's, he's, he's the best that there is at that. Anyway, 
um, in a speaker. I remember 2010, I got two Beatles on 2008. 2008 was the, was the time that Beatles made sense for me. Uh, Sgt. Pepper's, uh, White Album, and Revolver, Rubber Soul, and Abbey Road. I mean, of course, all the, the second leg of everything that they released just fell into place in my imagination. And I became a Beatles person, right? Which before that, it wasn't the case at all. Uh, I was a System of a Down person, which is a great band. Let's just let's just face it. So I remember listening to um the opening riffs and, and, and how the, the, the his voice behaves in that album. And I remember thinking, dude, that's just that sounds exactly like John Lennon. Especially uh and that, that has been said like many, many times, right? That first album is very derivative. It's not their best record. Uh, Lonerism is their best album, my opinion. Uh, it's Lonerism is just really, really, really good. Uh, the the other ones, not entirely familiar with, especially the the the, the two latest ones. Uh, I, I do enjoy both of those, uh, the first and the second one. Um, I'm, I'm just realizing he doesn't have many. He has five albums, not four albums. Not many, not many. He has, he has a, he's not very prolific. Anyway, um, no shade. Kevin, if you listen, no shade, all right? So, very interesting that I thought about a specific song from that specific album today, and it came up on the, on the, on the draw. Uh, anyway. I remember f feeling like, God, this just sounds like John Lennon. And uh, it might have been a bias because I was so close to really listening to, especially um, Revolver and Rubber Show, which are John and Paul albums. I mean, all of them are George Harrison's feature, right? Really uh, seldomly in, I mean, even in the, in the, in the latest albums, he has one or two songs. I think two is the maximum of songs that he has. So it's pretty much John, either John or Paul always singing. So it might have been that, but it does really sound, uh, it does really sound like, um, like John Lennon's vocals. The way that the rever reverbs work, the way that the, the, the effects and, and, and in terms of register as well, it's really similar. So if you listen to Tomorrow Never Knows and listen to any of the rec of the tracks in this album, uh, in a speaker in this case, uh, you're gonna find the similarity. As time progressed, and especially with Northernism, which is a greatly mature uh, record, it's a, it's a step up, it's an immense step up. Uh, he found his his place. His, he found a more interesting uh, expression of especially as a singer, right? Because he sings a lot of uh, high registers and that can be hard to keep up or, or really be original at it, right? It's, a falsetto sounds like a falsetto. Independently of the, of the register that you already have, like Nick Cave, when he sings in, in a falsetto, 
in a ghosting, it's a falsetto. You can say, oh, it's, oh that's really him singing. He, he can disguise the voice in a way, right? And John was really good at the falsettos that he that he did. Uh, he was very uh, a very interesting singer, as along with everything else. But anyway, um, so you you you're gonna find a kind of old school approach. It's uh, apart from the similarities with the Beatles, is a very seventies album in a way. Um, two thousand ten, that era specifically, like ten years ago. It was holding more of a candle to the 70s than the 60s. I think 60s was before that. Uh, like the, the... Kind of, right? It's, 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 it's kind of a... It's more of a... If you think about Led Zeppelin and Beatles as being the more prominent influences there, you understand that, oh, it's, it's more... Of course, has the psychedelic element really strongly in this album, but it does have the blues element as well. Of course, it's a unique artist. You can you, you can trace and talk about those influences and 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 put those modes into the thing, but it's not necessarily very precise most of the time, right? So what what you need to do is uh, listening to this album. If you enjoyed Beatles at all at any point in your life, you're gonna you're gonna really like this because it's uh it's catchy it's it's raw uh it's a uh, very jovial and kind of immature in a way it's not fully fledged like uh, the way that we think about albums right that you we tend to have like what's going on it's a really strong record with a strong central uh, what's going on by Marvin Gaye right it's a, a really strong record with a really strong center that, you know, everything else kind of revolves around that center of soul and R&B. Uh, it's, it's kind of what the album, you know, this is, this is not that, right? That it, it's not, it's an indie rock album. It has weaknesses. Uh, it does have some uh, lack of consistency sometimes. Um, there he would find Lonerism. He will find Lonerism is the album that he was born to to record and and produce. Right, uh, is really his matters masterpiece. But that doesn't mean that Inner Speaker, it's not a very, very very good introduction to what he, what he did. Not, I mean, of course the guy it's an amazing composer and amazing musician, right? He, he He's accomplished, uh, for sure, right? Especially now with my relationship with Australia and actually meeting Aussies and I, I understand more when I think about Kevin Impala. Uh, when I think about Kevin Impala, Kevin Parker, I, I think it's the, the, the distance is less, if that makes sense. So yeah, it's 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 just interesting to to having known them for so long and coming to to his country and uh yeah and somehow, you know it's a it, the connection it's it's certainly there. So 
whole album I think is worth it to check it. Highlights, I would probably put some songs higher than others. I do like Expectation. Expectation is one of my favorites. Uh, all of the three, like the the beginning of a record is always, it's supposed to be strongest, right? When when it comes to the seventh or the eighth, it's the last material, right? In terms of what what, what grabs someone's attention, right? It's, it's always the beginning in a way. So it's not meant to be great. Desire to be, desire be, desire go. It's great. Alter ego, lucidity, as mentioned before. Uh, why won't you make up your mind is a it's a really really good album so you probably want to have a look at this album like uh, what's the first effort of someone that you know started to make music probably two years before an album gets released because the album is really like is the culmination of a process right it's a combination of a lot like road time and, and, and you know guys just do gigs and do gigs and you know eventually they become uh, something worthy of a of a recording so and then that's a work in, in and of itself nowadays it's a little bit more easy to you know the the head to release time of stuff is it's less because technology is so advanced right you can have professional uh recording if you have semi-professional recording equipment and a digital audio interface you can just a workstation right uh you can just find a way through stuff and then you know the 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 You, I'm sure you know what I mean, right? When I when I say all that, I'm a little bit tired, so that's why ideas are not rushing that part in my my head. Uh, overall, really sweet, really simple beginning of a journey of a, of a of an artist. Even though I praise lonerism a lot. Uh, in comparison, I listened to this album way more because it was such a such a discovery, and I think there was something very special about it as well. Is that I connected with my friends, uh, with my two greatest friends, uh, around that album a lot as well. Because we used to just you know every time that we that we needed to just talk about stuff and 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 be you know drunk or, or high we used to play that album and is always suited our our necessities there because it's 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 a album to melt with right i don't do that anymore don't recommend that people do it i don't think that's a very interesting mode of living right for the most part i do get crushed by it that's my my understanding i did get crushed and i stop doing it but it's not the case now to say that uh but it was it was definitely something that that we did a lot uh, there with uh with the mold with the classic bob marley stuff uh some electronic albums and all that like nicholas jar and and i have a lot of important records from that time and that's definitely one you know i was getting to college university right at the time of this record so uh, it was certainly like um, 
certainly that helped it was certainly something that helped me travel from adolescence to a young adult situation which I believe that I'm still on it to be honest like a lot of people are anyway so it helped me travel there with a band there it wasn't from the, the you know because I, I, I most definitely could probably listen to The Strokes or, or Franz Ferdinand or The Killers you know which I did a lot but none of them were around when I was awake uh, awake from from for, for that type of uh, genre and that type of stuff. So uh, it was interesting to to see like a, a record as young as I was, and just travel with it. Right, I think that's something that you really take into consideration once you get older. Uh, which albums were there, and you knew when when they got released, and and you just went with it, like. Channel Orange, Frank Frank Ocean's uh, first album. Even Nostalgia Ultra, it's just a classic, right? And, and it stood with me for a long, long, long time. Even though you can't hear it anywhere because of the samples and all that. Uh, you have Novocaine only, right? You know, available like normal Spotify shit. So what I'm, what I'm trying to say is you appreciate when albums are the same age as you. Like, or not the same age as you, that doesn't make no sense. Uh, you appreciate when you see albums being born in front of you and just you just got, you know, you just go along with them and they are always there for you. Like High Violet from The National, it's, it's an album like that. It's, it's funny that I, I always make that connection. Uh, even if it's like, if it's like a, a little if it if an album is from 2006, it doesn't make the cut, right? Because uh, 2006, I wasn't very aware about the the ins and outs of music, of pop music, right? of the music industry. So it doesn't count. It doesn't mean that I don't appreciate it or listen to it. But it's different. It's a different species. In a way, albums from this era. Uh, nowadays, I can listen to a '99, '99 record, and you know, find that it, it doesn't matter. But those that that stood with me from 2010, 2011, 12 uh, albums that I love a lot, and I saw coming to life. Trouble will find me. It's a very special album, even though it's one of the worst. Uh, the national albums, stuff like that, right? Uh, like measures of love, in a way. I don't know. It's like a you know, it's like a child. The one that you saw, grow, the one that you just you know met when it was four already. The one that you saw being born, you're not gonna love as much, you know. Uh, the the other one. So that's what I mean. Right for the fathers out there. Just that sweet analogy of not loving a child. You know what I mean? I mean, if you, I'm rambling at this point, right? Sorry. But uh, if you don't know that, if you only know the child when he was four, that doesn't mean that it's, not, it's most definitely not your kid as well. So that makes it kind of not special, you know, because, you know, no one loves 
that much someone that's not their child. It's it's a little bit hard, right? Unless they are like a full-fledged person and that's different, but, you know, I don't know what I'm saying. I truly don't know what I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> Inner speaker. Really interesting. Alternative rock, psychedelic. Uh, bluesy, dirty, Led Zeppelin, Beatlesque effort. Um, I do think that every child deserves to be loved. Doesn't matter, you know, how old they are, and and if it's a foster parent or you know, it's a stepdad or anything like that. No child should be left behind or alone. That's not my point. Not my point at all, but what I think is that you you love what you see growing up in front of your eyes. You know, it's just natural. It's just natural. Or you love a plant that you buy more than a plant that you see growing day to day. You know, that's that's what I mean. All right. Thanks for accompanying me in this journey. It is a very interesting twenty-five minutes there. You decided to spend your day listening to, listening to. Um, I'm, I'm gonna be fine. I, 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 I went through some very rough time there. Uh, very, very um, overall disappointment with everything. Very disheartening period. In the sense that you know, disheartening became the the the, the 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 almost like my skeleton, almost like my spine. You know, I was oh, my 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 basis of existence was disappointment and being disheartened by stuff. There was a lot of things happening at the same time. Usually, what breaks you right it's just a lot of weight onto one pressure point and that pressure point was definitely definitely uh damaged in a, in a in a very in a very significant way i'm trying to recover the 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 recover the thing that i things that i that i wish to see right and part of this podcast it's it's kind of a hobby like that right I don't necessarily think or, or or understand that this here should be amazingly good right it's just it's it's, it's a guy talking it's like it's a guy talking in a second language which I which I have some some fluids it's it's fine it's a fine enough thing to do you know but yeah, it's always hard to look inwards, right? It's always hard to. I'm I'm finding a lot that that's the case. Like, uh, in a way, you always want to. People tell you that you that you have a a, a worth and 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 worth. Yeah, they are worthy, right? You you want you want people making that assumption for you and they don't do it right that, that, uh, why would they you know 
I mean, I don't know. You you can probably work towards trying to be pleasant and trying to be a decent person. That's not necessarily um, have anything to do with approval, right? It's kind of, it's kind of what it is. It's no approval at all from anyone, and and it's it's always like no. It's it's being left, you know, on the, on the sidelines kind of thing. That's basically what I what I what I feel. The past couple of days, of course, there is some romantic uh, efforts that were you know didn't meet any result, which is no fault of the girl at all. I mean, it's not not that uh, at all. It's it's my it's my kind of approach to it was the wrong approach, um, which I still don't know what, what what the right one would be. But anyway, it's it's hard when you when you in a different country, uh, which life is a little bit naturally brutal to you, even though Australia is such a accommodating country, especially from Brazil for, for Brazilians, right? It's such a it's it's seamless what you what you have here in terms of especially climate and just you know cultural cultural multiplicity and that type of stuff. It's something that we see in, in Sao Paulo, why? You know, why not? It's not Sao Paulo is my city, São Caetano, but it's more Sao Paulo than anything. Uh, but it's hard, especially the people, right? It, it, when you when it's when you're not in contact with the people that you that you constantly love and constantly have the attention of those people like your greatest friends and your mom and dad basically which is the people that are and and family of course but more my mom and dad and my friends, which are people that actually know who you are and want to share kind of who you are. And you never, you, you never seem to be bothering them by talking about yourself. I always feel that I'm bothering someone when I, when I try to talk about myself here. When I'm, when I'm trying to figure it out, you know, who I am. It's always like every everybody else is more important than me. So why, you know? And I have the impression, and I always try to talk with them. I, I absolutely always talk to my parents, obviously, but the friends as well. Uh, very often we, we, we converse. It's... Uh, yeah, it's it's kind of undeniable that it's unconditional, right? And, and not having that as much or at all, it's something very hard to, to go through. Because that's definitely something that I always had. I, I was always a sad sack piece of shit, but at least I had friends through whom I could speak about it, you know? Nowadays, it's not that. It's not that at all. I mean, I, I don't have them here. I don't have them to hug me or, you know. It's a, a 
It's interesting. It's interesting. Uh, out of nowhere, I came. You know, through the yeah, I started talking about that. I guess this album is so nostalgic and and so um, inv involves them so much, involves my friends so much that I just realized. Not that I didn't know that, of course I did, but I just realized how vital they they were in my upbringing and you know just pay attention to to how much this album uh was the soundtrack of our friendship in in at least the first first couple of years there right that we had as young adults and anyway um the the good news is that you just find things to love, even though they don't seem very obvious. You just find shit, and you do endure like more, and you become stronger. I do believe that if I had to go through everything that I'm going through right now beforehand, I would be worse. I would be very, very, very bad in a bad spot. Because this is like really overwhelming, right? Well, it's, it's I'm coming out of it. I believe that March, uh, May is gonna come. Uh, we're currently at uh, 20th of April. May is gonna come. Uh, it's gonna be Clean Slate. Back to square one and slowly build from there. Which I'm I'm committed to do. I mean, I am, I am. Because you have to build something to. When those types of situations come, it's not completely ruthless destruction in your mind. Anyway, I, I kind of overstayed a little bit. Stopped talking about the album and all that. But really good, really good album. Really good record. Um, if I I always try to th to think that I'm speaking with someone that doesn't know the album already, because if someone knows the album already, you you know that's good. Or if you don't like it, you know that shit. Anyway, but if you never listen to this album, it's it's a solid solid uh alt rock, uh, poppy, bluesy, psychedelic effort, and I'm probably gonna listen to it now because. I've been meaning to listen to at least that song before. I'm, I'm I'm making an effort of listening to albums full on to feel their weight and their dimension, right? Because otherwise I just listen to The National nonstop. Anyway, I hope to speak about The National uh, sooner rather than later because uh, the band that I love a lot, I love so much. Okay, thank you, bye.